0: into the It's Friday the 24th of June, welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here, I'm joined by my co-host Shane Lee. Shane, how are you? I am
1: exceptional, Tim, it's Friday, I'm excited for the weekend, lots of good footy on, it's going to be a nice weekend, good weather
0: too. Now what about this staff member up in North Queensland that's just going about her business and Katy Perry just happened to be there and uh, there was a moment and Katy Perry gave her a massive tip. It reminds me of some of the stories of Kerry Packer sort of just leaving someone a few hundred dollars or some extraordinary figure.
1: Yeah, it was a sweet interview from the girl was it the um the girl serving katie perry didn't realize it was her and put her in some some part of the restaurant that you would not normally sit someone down in and uh and the fact that she didn't notice her and um make a fuss over her katie left her a big tip which is a nice thing to do
0: it is friday and that means uh, we'll be joined by brisbane comedian chad wicker and of course melbourne comedian luca muller <laughs> Whether it's for early morning coffee and pastries, long business lunches or post-work cocktails, head to District Brasserie in Sydney's CBD. With a modern Australian menu created to hero locally sourced produce and a unique offering of charred meats cooked on a custom-built charcoal oven. Situated on the ground floor of Chifley Tower, District Brasserie is open from 6.30am Monday to Friday for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. District Brasserie. Sophisticated, yet casual. Now Shane, Joss Butler uh, he's hit a double bouncer. No ball for six. Now I remember a story in and around Brad McNamara, your mate, works for Fox Cricket, played for New South Wales of course. Didn't he say something about someone's surname in a grade match who decided to hit a ball that came out of the back of the hand accidentally for four? Tell me more.
1: Yeah, well, well the Josh Butler one, he actually uh, yeah. hit it. It, was, it still bounced. It, it okay. did bounce twice, but he still did. But uh, Brad McDonough bowled a ball many years ago to a bloke called Michael Cant, who played for Gordon. And it Brad, as he tried to bowl the ball, uh, caught his thumb in his pocket, and the ball dribbled out to sort of short cover, and the ball stopped. Now, back then, you were allowed to hit it, but it wasn't very good... Um, in, you know, in the right spirit of the game to do it. Well, Michael Kant did hit it for four and Brad McNamara said, I knew they spell your, spell your name wrong in the paper every week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Every time I hear it, I love it. All right, coming up next is Brisbane comedian Chad Wicker. fantastic rugby league this weekend with the rep round of course we saw the under 19s last night we've got the women's origin tonight the Big one in Perth on Sunday, and of course, the internationals across the weekend, and the man that's keeping a very close eye on all of it is a Brisbane comedian, Shad Wicker. How are you, Shad? G'day,
2: oh, lads. I'm so excited. It's um, such an unreal weekend of rugby league. I love the Pacifica uh, tournament we're doing. I feel like the placement of it's not quite right for my book, but I'm still just stoked to see Matamar going to be taking on the Kiwis tomorrow. It's going to be so exciting. Uh, 80% of the tickets sold, according to the ticket outlet there, are for Tongan wow. supporters. Wow. Ha, <laughs> ha, so it's going to be a sea of red, baby. That's great, isn't it? Yeah, probably
1: there. there's some big big boys there. They probably need a couple of seats each.
2: Mate, it's I was uh, watching a really good uh, interview just the other day. I think Willie Mason was on it. They were talking about how the, the toughest thing for the Tongan boys will be going to New Zealand and seeing family mm. and having a massive feed before the game. <laughs> 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 um, uh, the women's
1: game on tonight, mate, how, do you, how do you see that playing out?
2: I think that's going to be an interesting one. I think uh, it looks pretty good for New South Wales, not going to lie. I mean, maybe that's because I've been associated with no, don't, ki- don't give us
0: all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> don't give us your underdog crap. We don't want to hear it. All right. Looking good for New Zealand. Oh, to... oh,
2: please. <laughs> <laughs> no, You've got a good side, Billy Ball's unreal. Like, I mean, anyway, whatever. Fine. Queensland are going to dominate. It's going to be unreal. <laughs> <laughs> no, but
0: it's going to be a cracker, isn't it? It will be a cracker.
2: Keep an eye on Tamika Upton and Emily Bass. That connection out on the, the wing and, and fullback connection there is going to be absolutely unreal for the Queensland women.
0: Oh, yeah. Look, uh, like. Last year's game, it was a struck match, wasn't it? And to watch the growth of women's sport generally, but rugby league, because we're all rugby league fans, grow exponentially. That was a cracker. I, I can't wait for this one. In Canberra, expect a good crowd. And, you know, you've got a team, as you say, with a bunch of stars, but this Queensland side who hold the trophy. Mm.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good. Ali Briginshaw also is so good at number seven um, for the Queensland side as well. I don't know how much longer she'll hold on to that though, because we've got a few people waiting. Mm. That's a bit the depth in the women's game is unreal, and it's kind of it's great to see it showcased with the uh, Origin game as well. No, not too much as well. There's also before um, the well, actually the, the Pacific Test. In New Zealand, Tonga and the Kiwis, the women's game is also the curtain raiser for that as well. So yep. there's a lot on over the weekend. Okay, um, I do want to quick, quick mention of the other Pacifica games that are on on the weekend as well. Uh, mm. Such two great games at Campbelltown. Fiji, PNG, um, turn the volume down on the telly because every tackle in that is going to hurt oh, yeah. so bad. Um, I'm amazed in that one. That Fiji are the favourites, obviously stacked teams. But I really think Papua New Guinea are going to beat Fiji. Wow, okay. I, just, I think that they're they're such a good. safe play with so much passion. I really rate them. I think they're like they knock you out of your boots. And I feel like that's what they're going to do to Fiji. Cook Islands Samoa is supposed to be extremely lopsided. It's a dollar one Samoa yeah. to beat Cook Islands, um, which is unreal. But I reckon if you're if I was a betting man, of which I very much am and very poorly, <laughs> I'd bang the lines <laughs> on Tonga, on the Cook Islands, and on Papua New Guinea this weekend. Yeah.
0: You know what? It gets back to that point that I think a few of us have made over the course of time. The NRL and the Australian government, for that matter, need to continually invest yeah. in the Pacific okay. area and, and, and help, not only help the nations because most of them are third world, but also be, and help their games kick along. And then we will have going forward, it already is good, but it can be so much better. We can have such a great and rich international rugby league in this part of the world because uh, it's not going to happen in the Northern Hemisphere.
2: Well, scheduling and money is the big one. I mean, you just have to look at some of these specific sides. The World Cup this year is going to be mm. amazing. That Samoa mm. team is like the Tonga for this World Cup. They're such a sleeping giant. Obviously, they've got that controversy around coaching that's got a few players not keen to go and play for them at the moment. But the, you look at the New South Wales squad, you got like Lui and that. They're, they're very keen to play for Samoa, their Tier 2 nation, come the World Cup. But that team is yeah. going to be so full. The only hard thing is is like as good as this weekend is, we cannot continue, I think, long-term to have the Pacific Games played around Origin if we're going to have the Tier 2 system continue to work because the fact that the game's on the Sunday... I mean, these like Tonga would have lost a couple of players to that as these players get better, like Talakai would have played. You yeah, know, there's, yeah. there's, they choose this one because obviously State of Origin is the premier game of rugby league around the world. You even ask Super League players, they'd love to be able to play in it. But the money also doesn't stack up. You're taking, mm. what is it, $2,000 you'll make if you play for Tonga, whereas you'll make up, up to $30,000 if you play for Queensland or New South Wales. So I think that'll be the next step. Um, But the more of these tests we put on, Mm. the more likely the pride in the jersey is going to grow. And these games are going to be great on the weekend. I really am excited for Saturday footy.
1: And just quickly, mate, where are you going to watch this game on Sunday night when the Blues beat Queensland and level it all up?
2: Well, uh, yeah, I'm in two minds (laughs) about this one, boys. I mean, Caxton obviously comes to mind straight away. Uh, (laughs) But, I mean, the bus (laughs) ride for them to get from Perth to here after a victory would be too (laughs) long, I think. (laughs) Could take a while. <laughs> it's got I think let's let's be real. This is um, I'm nervous about the Perth game. I am as uh, I subscribe to the Perth curse at the moment. Um, the idea that mm-hmm. last time we were there we had the doors blown off us by you guys. Uh, the New South Wales Panthers are gonna have a pretty pretty good goal of it, I reckon. <laughs> it, I think it's The centres are going to be a big thing. Obviously, you guys are going to focus on the forwards. I feel like Billy and the boys are probably going to look at the change-ups out wide and go, hey, we probably didn't attack there as much as we could have last game. It was only six points in it. I think if Queensland win, it's going to be a tight one. I think if New South Wales win, it's going to be 13+. plus."
0: Yeah, but you, you guys have got the out-and-out out star. You guys have got the best player in the game in your team in Munster. So, if Oh, you gets, were saying it was clear
2: if you well, – No, no, I, well, I wasn't.
0: You must have been talking to someone else because I've never said that. and <laughs> you, you know I've never said that. But Munster is the best player in the game, and I've said it a thousand times on this podcast. So unless – New South Wales and I speak for we here unless we can stop him we're in trouble uh, think, because he gets yeah. room to move they, they, that, that, I think that score flattered New South Wales in game one and they could be so much better but they need to stop him they need to control the ruck
2: it'll be an interesting it'll be a very interesting game over in Perth I think uh, there's I, I want to see more out of Cobo on attack I think he did so much of the dirty metres which was unreal uh, I can't wait to see him maybe get a little bit more open I think the, ta- I think the ta- Talungi Valentine Holmes connection is going to be great for us. I mean, they've been going so well in club footy for the Cowboys. We've got a good little mix there out in the outside backs, and I think with no Latrell and no Turbo, we we don't have to be kept as honest. In game one, we kind of could contract around the ruck yeah. more. I think what you've done now by bringing in some more of these Panthers outside backs, and even Burton, who's played alongside these guys before, that kick pressure is going to be really important, and expansive outside is going to make us have to widen out and make our big boys move around a lot more. But as always, boys, it'll be uh, it'll be a big Queensland win. Uh, it'll be a tight one, actually. It'll be about six points in it. We'll win. Come back to Suncorp. Lift up the shield with a whitewash. First time in quite some time. <laughs> well, just, mate, enjoy. Yeah, in in,
0: in, Fre- in, in, in Freddie we trust. Mate, go the mighty blue. Do you guys want me
2: on Monday morning? Is that what you want? <laughs> go the mighty,
0: <laughs> mighty blue, Shadster. All right, enjoy the footy, mate, because it, it is a smorgasbord this weekend.
2: Mate, be unreal. Unreal. Coming up next,
0: it is Melbourne comedian Luca Muller. Friday, I really do, I absolutely love it and we're getting to that time of the year for both major footy codes. Winter time where things are happening and they're pivotal. And with that, I'd like to welcome our Melbourne comedian Luca Muller. How are you, Luca?
3: Good, mate. Thanks for having me. I'm on tour with uh, the Comedy Festival Roadshow in beautiful Gunadar right now. So uh, please feel free to chew my ear off. Let's get a 12 hour episode going because there's not much happening here. <laughs> 2MO Gunnada. <laughs> Let's start with the D's, mate. They're back last night. Big win over Brisbane. Oh, so good. So good. Very yeah. nervous leaving on my little uh, word document here just at the top. D's. First Lions reaction, so happy to say that, yeah, D's are back. (laughs) Massive win, 10 goals, everything, yeah, everything was clicking again. And even to do it without uh, big captain Maxi Gorn as well, it was uh, pretty bloody satisfying to watch backstage for sure. Luke Jackson was good, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah, so good. That was um, yeah, such a talking point through the week. Obviously, there's all this chat. He's been offered big contracts by Frio and apparently West Coast might be in the race as well, trying to lure him back home, back to the West. But uh, yeah, to put in a performance like that, I reckon the D's will slam the money down on the mm. table pretty soon. You reckon they'll win? Oh, after that, my, my confidence is restored for sure. That is so good to beat number one on the ladder by 10 goals and to look good doing it and without your captain as well. Um, yeah, you'd reckon that's uh, going to put a few of those doubts to rest. Just, just on Luke Jackson, um, a lot of talk about, as you said, him going to another club. But
1: without Max Gorn, he got 21 disposals, 18 hit-outs, 9 tackles. They're big numbers just when you come straight, straight into the team, aren't they?
3: Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. He's always sort of been touted as this very, you know, high blue chip prospect. Um, and obviously, with a bit of the pressure on the last few weeks, he's faded away a bit. But to mm. come out and make a statement like that and he kicked a beautiful goal as well, uh, quick snap on the left foot there. It's yep. um, yeah, very exciting stuff from
0: Jacko there. If we looked at the start of the year and we said Carlton Fremantle's is going to be a cracking game, I think a lot of people had raised their eyebrows. But boy, oh, boy, <laughs> this is a, this is a this is a sensational game, isn't it, Luca?
3: Yeah, that's so good, isn't it? Carlton Frio Saturday Arvo. Frio looking to truly embed themselves in the top four there. Uh, Blues looking to, you know, make a move towards that territory as well. I think it'll be a bit tough for the Blues. They've got a few injuries, especially down the back. Wiedering, mm. McGovern and Marchbank all missing. Uh, and Frio have a few people, Taber and Frederick, returning to their forward line. So, it'll be a tough job for the Blues. But, yeah, going to be an absolutely ripping game. And great test for two sort of young sides who are on the come up there, Shane. That's going to be a yeah, yes. red-hot game. Well, just well, on
1: that, another cracking game. You've got Geelong versus Richmond. Uh, Geelong getting Dangerfield back and Dusty coming back um, for Richmond, mate. That's going to be a really good game.
3: Yeah, so good. Geelong versus Richmond, that's sort of this clash between the two best, most consistent teams of the last yeah. decade or so. And they're both, you know, as good as they've been, they're sort of on their last legs now. It's probably within their last year or two to make a proper push for the uh, for the Premiership Cup. So I think this game will be, a, you know, a good look at who actually has it in them, who has the legs to run it out and make a good, good run at finals this year. Um, yeah, Dusty coming back. Dangerfield surprisingly out though. He was They were touting all week that he was mm. going to come back in. In, right, and they were excited for his return and then yeah just with no explanation really missing from the team sheet yesterday so maybe his uh, little injury niggle is a bit worse than they let on at first um, Ooh, but Dusty's okay. such a massive in for, for Richmond there on the Saturday Twilight game
0: yeah and Dangerfield being out that's a big loss isn't it for the other mob um, both St Kilda and Sydney uh, had shock losses, really, didn't they, last week? So they're, they're both looking to uh, reshape things this weekend. Yeah, very surprising. Saints went down to Essendon, who
3: have been pretty awful all year, and Sydney lost to Port, which you would have expected them to win, Shane. Yes. How are you feeling about the Swannies at the moment? I almost kicked the TV in last <laughs> weekend, mate. No, no joke. The,
1: the big 80-inch, 80, 80 I nearly- my bloody boot straight through it. <laughs> I was so frustrated. Yeah, they,
0: that, that would have been an expensive reaction. <laughs> yeah, <it> worked, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think that'll be such a good game Saturday night. Both of them trying to yeah bounce back from these surprise losses, and they both you would think they'd both make finals. But with the doggies and uh, Collingwood and Richmond all sort of nipping at their heels, mm. whoever wins that's going to feel a lot more a lot more comfortable after that. And Jack Steele's coming back for the Saints after being out for about a month and a half as well. Um, so that's going to be a good game. I hope the I hope the Swans get up. I love the when the Swans are up and. About. Yeah, I do too. And just finally, the pies take on GWS. Uh, big news with degoey this week. Yeah, obviously all that going on. Um, yeah. He's out on personal leave is the official reason, but you'd think that's probably an you know inside club suspension from the pies yeah. there. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a shame. They were looking so good in the lead-up to the I buy agree. and everything. They'd won so many good games, beat Melbourne, beat Frio. And then to have all this happen and have him bring all this negative attention back to the club and obviously a bit of drama with uh, mm. Ginevan and Quano in the week as well. It's just such a shame. They were looking so good on such a good roll. The rumour was that the culture around the club had been cleaned up a bit, so they'll be absolutely desperate to get a win um, against GWS to get things back on track and try to put all this in the rear view behind them. And I hope they do. Collingwood, it's another thing. When they're when they're up and about, it's good for the league. They're one of the best, biggest, most exciting teams. So hope they can do that and I hope they can, uh, yeah, move on from all this drama.
0: This Gold Coast Suns Port Adelaide game is intriguing. Uh, sitting 11th and 12th on the ladder. If they're going to keep the slim hopes alive of finals footy in 2022, they really need to start moving. Totally, yeah. That's another one where if you'd said at the start of the season that Suns versus Port will be exciting
3: and nail-biting game, <laughs> people would have been absolutely shocked. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, they're both very slightly in with a chance of making finals. Whoever loses, probably out of contention, whoever wins. Keeps the keeps the flame alive. Suns will be yeah looking to make their first push for finals ever, and if they can finish above twelfth on the ladder, then that'll be their best finish ever. So I reckon they'll do that at least, and I hope they can yeah get close to the finals at least.
1: Because normally the Suns versus Port only people watching the other guys who've been divorced, no kids, or it's got no
3: mates. I reckon. Yeah. Watch that match. Yeah, it's a big hit down at the TAB. Cool. I'll make sure
0: I don't watch it. The um. Tell us about your tell us about your comedy tour, buddy. Uh, How long are you in Gunnedah for? Uh, Leaving Gunnedah in a few hours, actually, so that's a relief.
3: Uh, But yeah, doing the Melbourne Comedy Festival Roadshow right now, so did a a bit of northern New South Wales coast last week, and then this week I've been in Penrith, Tamworth, Gunnedah last night, and now we're off to... Orange Dubbo and then finishing Cowra on Sunday so it's a pretty exciting week. It's been great.
0: Yeah. Go and go and have the Chinese at the Macquarie Club in Dubbo. It's the, it sounds off the grid but it's some of the best Chinese you can ever have and they've actually got a very good wine list so The Macquarie Club in Dubbo. Good on you, Luca. <laughs> That's amazing, Tim. You've got food recommendations for
3: any town in Australia. It's incredible. I love it. And you'll only be crook for a week for that one. You'll only be crook for a week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. Seriously, even you'd like a change. Very good food. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, boys. Talk to you later.
1: See you, mate. See you later.
0: That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to Shad Wicker and to Luca Muller and our wonderful sponsors.
1: Our wonderful sponsors, District Dining in Chifley Tower and City. Tim, go and check it out, guys. It's a fantastic place, too.
0: And spending that lovely afternoon. Well, I had the steak fritz yesterday, glass of yep. McLaren Vale red. Mm, mm, mm. And thank you to our wonderful producer, Dan McHugh. We're back on Monday with your Daily Dose of Sport.
1: Have a great weekend, guys. Take care. Join us for our Afternoon Sport Racing Bulletin brought to you by Bluebet. What I'm backing and why. Tim Gilbert is joined by racing journalist Matt Jones and professional punter Brad Miller discussing which horses they'll be betting on this weekend and why. Catch the show Friday afternoons ready for your weekend of punting. Subscribe or follow on your favourite podcast app, What I'm Backing and Why. Happy punting.